<clears throat> Just gonna play some tunes before we start. You know, could start some good things with music. And this is a cover by The Weeknd. And I know she'll be the death of me, but at least we'll both be numb. She will always get the best of me, but the worst is yet to come. But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young. This I know, this I know, this I know. She told me don't worry about it. She told me don't worry no more. We both know we can't go without it. We told me you'll never be alone. When I'm with you But I love it And I love it I can feel my face when I'm with you But I love it And I love it And I know she'll be the death of me But at least we'll both be numb She will always get the best of me But the worst is yet to come But at least we'll both be beautiful And stay forever young this I know, this I know, this I know She told me don't worry about it She told me don't worry no more Thank you. <clears throat> that, that was a trick to lure you guys here. So now we're going to start the podcast. So please uh, come, come, come sit around, just hang out for a little bit, and um, yeah. <clears throat> Hi guys, my name is uh, BC Obateru, and I'm one of the project leads at Merchants of Reality, and today we're launching our very first podcast. It's my first time interviewing or hosting a podcast. And Reality Time is a podcast that facilitates a conversation between art and tech organizations to see the similarities and what these two different groups can learn from each other. And today, in-house, we have Matt Walters from Runway. Woohoo! We've got Alan Myers from Merchants of Reality. And we've got Joshua Nissen King from Merchants of Reality. How are you guys doing today? There's a mic there, so. How are you guys doing? Well, yeah. Um, yeah, good to have you guys here. Thank you. Thanks for hosting the very first reality time. We're so excited. This is my very first time doing this. So guys, don't, you know, we're going to learn together as we go through this podcast. So thank you very much. Um, Matt, do you want to go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do here at Runway? Yeah, so we have to swap the battery down. Got to do a little battery swap. Um, yeah, so here at Runway, we have a bunch of startups. This is just an area where people, uh, you know, entrepreneurs have companies, and they get, you know, we get to work together, which is a great spot. You know, 
you mentioned something I thought was was really interesting, and that's the you know the the similarities between uh, entrepreneurs and artists, and uh, I think they're incredibly similar because in both cases you're trying to create something where something doesn't exist, and you have to see it before anybody else, and it's sort of uh, you know, it could be like you're seeing things and maybe they exist, maybe they don't, but it's up to you to bring it into creation. So, you know, that's what we're kind of doing here at Runway. I think everybody is seeing what they can be doing, you know, with their work and how can we as, as a community, you know, work together, do that, support each other as, as best we know how. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Alan? <laughs> Is there a, a, a question to that? I mean, I... <laughs> well, the question was, uh, tell us what you do at Merchants of Reality. Okay, uh, speaking about what we do. Um, merchants of Reality. So what I, I do at Merchants is uh, facilitating uh, communication and doing um, program direction there. So making sure that there is actual stuff going on there. There's, there's a lot of different areas that need attention. Um, and that's just, that's one of them to keep our ship going and, uh, yeah. Josh. <laughs> um, we, we do something similar actually. We, like a lot of the time people step into the space and like with me personally, a lot of the time it's like, oh, I wish I could paint. I can only draw stick figures. But in reality, like you can, you, like it just takes training your eyes to see differently. So it's about like you have these visions, like I, sometimes I can't, I have to wake up and paint or sketch or do something because I can't sleep because I've already painted my next painting and it frustrates me because I already see it in my head and I know it's not gonna end up looking like that. But like this, this space and our space, like they're that space where you like learn your own vocabulary. You learn how to, how to tackle those problems that are gonna give you the right feedback or, or like the equivalent to your input. So I think it's similar in that, yeah, they're yeah, both that incubator. Yeah, I, I think that's why we, uh, we picked uh, Runway and Merchants of Reality for this first episode. Um, well, be let's break some ice and ask you guys what, what might be one of your biggest fears. In, yeah, in life. <laughs> oh, man. Probably irrelevancy. It's one of your biggest fears? <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, snakes. tell us more? Snakes? Yeah, snakes. <laughs> yep. Yes. Snakes, okay. Yeah. Alan? I guess I would have to say, uh, looking back at something, I guess having regret and, and just and hoping that that doesn't happen, that being mindful every step that I take, that that is the right one, and not racing forward to some end goal, but keeping in mind that the process is the most important part. So being intentional all the time and uh, hoping that, that that sticks, that that stays, and that I don't get to some point and say, oh, man, you messed up. Um, like not being able to follow through, to, to seal that circle, 
Um, things like losing the build, like if we lose where we operate out of, would be extremely detrimental to the, to the trajectory or the momentum we have now in the community. Um, yeah, but that's still, that's like, I want to come round right. Cool. I can, uh, well, that question was to actually lead towards some of the questions around like your visions for the organization. So I'll start with you, Matt. Um, I guess when you, when you think about Runway and how you got to be a member or you started or put the team together, what were, what were the visions that aligned with you personally or the visions you had for the organization that made this come together? Yeah, so I mean with Runway, the vision um, you know, has always been bringing together great people. You know, I think uh, you can say what you will about the execution on it, but I think the vision has always been steadfast and 100% clear, and that's bringing together great people. And I think we're successful when we're able to do that, you know, and bring together really awesome people. And, and the vision for moving forward is we just want to keep doing that. So, you know, how do we create these societies that are built, um, you know, around tech and and creating companies and all this kind of stuff, bringing great people, but outside of San Francisco, how do we expand into other cities and other countries and still have this confederation? And then above all of that, we wanna have a fund, and that's what we're currently you know, doing right now, is raising funds so we can invest in all these companies. You know? so, but I think at the core of that, it's just like really great people um, you know, that you, know, you just like hanging out with, and you know, sometimes during, you know, I, I feel like sometimes in life, you can forget that, but I mean, it, that's the highest. That, that would be heaven for me. You know, if heaven exists, it's just hanging out with your friends, maybe having a beer and sharing some, you know, good times. Vision? Yeah, vision. I'll, I'll hand it over to Josh first because he's, he's a founder, so that makes sense. Uh, originally, we were looking for a space where we could create outside of like the college setting or a space that had no rules you could paint on the walls you could build if you needed a shelf somewhere you could just put it there that kind of thing and we found that space and we were just killing it with we were paying under a dollar per square foot two blocks from here like under a dollar per square foot and it's increased like 400 percent and so like in that space we do all sorts of workshops and stuff in and not having like ha having the space would be just devastating but to get back on track um the vision was to to have that that outlet for everyone to explore their own vocabulary and find what what it is that keeps them going and not having the stress of money to, in the way of, of producing work. You know, like when am I gonna get time to paint a painting if I'm, if I'm working nine to five or more than that? Because who here actually only works nine to five anymore? Like coming into Merchants was gonna be like release of work and now it's like a third full-time job, which yeah, so, so I guess what I'm hearing is that as much as you guys have a vision to retain some of your good, some members who you guys cherish, you are also challenged 
in finding funding to support them or is funding a challenge for you personally or within the organization? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, so you know, the funny thing about my background is that, you know, I share with you as well is, is I've done, like, so many different things. And one of the things that I did, you know, uh, 2005, 2008, is I, I worked at this organization called Room to Read, and we built schools and libraries around the world. And it was, it was super cool. Um, we were in, you know, Sri Lanka, Nepal, you know, India, got into Bangladesh and Zambia. Um, South Africa, like a, a bunch of different spots, and we would you know, create these, you know, areas where the kids could could read, you know, essentially, and you know, we did it uh, super cheap. So we just go into a room in a school or, or or you know some sort of community center that wasn't being used, and then we filled it full of books, and then we you know taught people in the community like how to you know sort of how would you run a library, like you know what 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 kind of stuff do you want to you know, give to kids and stuff like that. And so we created these libraries. And it was really cool. We created like 8,000 by the time I left, which is, you know, crazy. I, I love that because it's just, it's just stupid, but you do it. And that's, that's the best thing you can do in life. There's something that's good and stupid and you do it, and, you know. And it's cool, you know. And the thing I realized, though, too, is like, um, you know, with fundraising, we, we, we were able to, uh, you know, part of it was just reaching out to folks and, you know, we did a lot of asking in the community and uh, we were able to, you know, work with a lot of corporations to uh, do that. And a lot, I, I think sometimes, you know, you, if you have incredible vision, like if you keep it to yourself, you're going you're gonna to fail, right? But if you share it with other people, you'd be surprised, you know, how much you, you succeed. And, and we saw, you know, our operating budget go from you know, uh, when I started, it was it was just a, a, a couple million dollars. When I left, we were at thirty-two million dollars that we were bringing in, and you know, we weren't selling anything. This is all donations, you know. So, but for us, it was kind of like, you know, do we share a vision? And then a lot of people got excited about it. A lot of people was like, you know, fuck yeah, let's build a school for cheap so kids can learn how to read. You know, what's wrong with that? Who's going to say no? Right? So, I don't know. I think you know, for all of us, it's just like part of it's just like just be. You know, just like who you are, and like, you'd be shocked how many people like are like resonates with them. So, cool. I think that's a that's. Go ahead. You can add to that. I mean, for for us, it's a we yeah. Funding has been a difficult thing, definitely, um, but it also has been a, a place for growth. Because when we did show up, yeah, it was it was a lot cheaper than it is now. But because of that financial challenge, we had to hone in on what we were providing, what we wanted to do. And so rather than being uh, a space that was insular for creativity, we expanded outward. Uh, and because of that, we've grown significantly. We're now a 501c3. And you know we're we're up here with with you guys in Project Runway, and our programs are expanding. So because of those financial challenges, it helps it's out. A different What's project. <laughs> project. Oh yeah. Runway. Incubator. Oh yeah. I, I, sorry guys. <laughs> no. So uh, what's next is a fashion show for all of you, and we're we're gonna we're really excited about that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let me ask uh, this question: Who would you take to dinner? Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, or Donald Trump? 
any any one of you can answer that, but you all have to answer it. Bernie, I take Bernie. I'd want to take Trump, but I can't. I couldn't stand it. I would just become irate and start banging things around. And Hillary. That's a really, that's a, yeah, Bernie, I guess. That's a safe, no, I would take Trump. I'd take Trump. <laughs> yeah, Trump man. to dinner. I don't know what's <laughs> Trump, dude, like, what a jerk. Like, I just couldn't sit with him. I can't even look at him. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know. murder Yeah, dude. I don't know. I couldn't look him in the face. But um, I don't know. I think Hillary would be kind of neat for me, right? Because I just, I could be very interested in just seeing, like, what does she really think, you know? Because I feel yeah. like everything's, like, premeditated and stuff. Like, cool. just want to crack it and be like, what do you really think? If you're crack cool, I'll say something. If not, you're just a big fraudster. I'm going to expose you. Okay. Uh, cool. You'd be going from an agent angle, crack Hillary and out her type of thing. Something like that. Something like that. Crack Hillary. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, guys. Um, and I have one last question um, as we're rounding up before we open up the questions to the audience. Um, what would you tell your 25-year-old self? Yeah, probably just, like, do it. I think... I think just do it. Do it, yeah. <laughs> like, stop thinking about it. Just do, do it. Do what? What were you thinking then? Oh, man. I, w I want to start a band oh, that. Okay. I do it! <laughs> I did, I did. And we weren't. Yeah, we were, we were good, actually, but we didn't go anywhere. But, like, it took too long, right? I mean, same thing with starting a company. Like, you always talk to people, like, oh, I want to do this, that, and the other. And you're just like, okay, why not? And then it's like, it's like what that just you just said garbage like that's not anything like why aren't you doing it and it's like, it's like that's garbage again and then they change the subject <laughs> right but I think that's kind of the similarity between like artists and entrepreneurs again because it's sort of like well you're going to do it or not like you know like you want to do it you grew up wanting to do something create something are you just going to like talk about doing it and be like oh I really should do it or are you just going to like do it because you know just do it like, cool. yeah <laughs> I agree with that that's good um, I think I'd go back to what I was saying before about uh, trusting the process. So be, be patient. Uh, don't, don't try and race through anything, but make sure that each step that you take aligns with the end goal, that you're not racing anywhere, but each one is the right one. What would I say to my 25-year-old self? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'd probably just stare blankly at myself. <laughs> uh, it would be a telepathic thing, so I can't share that, I don't think. <laughs> Kithing? Telepathic... Slow down. 
I think I broke a lot of bones. Slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, let's open up the questions to the audience like for 10 minutes. Do you guys have any questions for our panelists today? Any questions? Nobody's starting a business or thinking about starting any art projects? These are your guys. We have them, uh, have them right here. Oh, okay. Uh, speaking from experience, how do you guys mix friendship and business in scaling your growth? Because it's hard. When we began Merchants of Reality, there was, I think, something like 15 people in this, in this building. And this building can fit inside of this building and this, <laughs> this room. It could probably fit consolidated inside this room. And there's 15 of us there. And going through, like, how many, like, how many people do you have to ask before something got, like, vetoed or, or okayed and it was ready to go become, like, something real? And, and now it's down to, like, my closest friends and, like, the, mo the people with the most um, integrity and we, we operate in this, in this realm that we call a duocracy. You see something that needs to be done, and you do it. And so that 15-person pile slowly dwindled to, like, the, the core of, and it, how many, you can, you can knock on the door when someone's in the bathroom and ask them if we can have this show, rather than, you know, going through 15 people it's a efficiency, but, but, and those, those people still remain my really close friends. So I think it's really important in our situation that it has to be someone you can work with every day, you can work um, organically with, you can collaborate with, and you have similar goals. Um, <clears throat> I would say that having clear communication, being very communicative all the time and uh, being able to separate the work side and the friendship side. So when you go to them, it's, it's, it's work, um, but you do have play side too. So it's, uh, yeah, I think communication is just, is fundamental to that. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, I think that you have to be friends, right? Um, you know, that's important. And but, but all out of it is like, you know, respect. Like, do you respect the person, um, you know, like, like both professionally and personally? You know, it's like, do I, do I want to be spending time with this person? You know, I respect what they have to say. Because it's not like you respect your, the person you report to, your boss, or like, it's also just like, if you're like managing someone, do you respect them? You know, and I think it, it works in both sides to have respect and like affection and appreciation. And at the end of the day, you should go home and say like, wow, I'm really glad I got to spend some time with that, that person, you know, whether it's a boss or a coworker or a colleague or, you know, someone. And you're just like, yeah, that's super cool. Like, you know, if this person wants to go, you know, spend some time hanging out, it's, 
I, I look forward to doing that. Not that you have to do it all the time, but it's like I, I enjoy those moments because I really appreciate what they have to say. They have to say really cool shit and, you know, all of that. So. Well, thanks, Tella. Did you answer your question? <laughs> uh, I have a question for Matt. Um, in in what's that? In in uh, scalability, as we grow and specialize in different areas, before it was a lot of you know everybody kind of jumping in, and doing a little bit of everything to make it happen. And now we're getting to a place where we really need to start delegating. We need to specialize in areas. And I'm wondering. What are some of the things that you've held on to? What are some of the things that you've let go of? And uh, how has that transition gone for you? You know, it's interesting. So, I mean, Runway was a pretty small team, but, you know, I look back to Room to Read where I was at, and there were like 10 of us, and we scaled to about 300. And, you know, when I was there, it, we did a lot of like specializing, and I don't think there's a right answer, you know. Um, I think it's just, you gotta figure it out. You gotta go from where everyone's a generalist to people are specified and there's process and all that. But I think at the end of the day, it's like, you know, does this person have the core of, of the mission like in their heart, you know, that they would do whatever. Um, and I think if you have that passion, you know, you just you just do things. It's like, you know, I, I go home and I have like, just all kinds of crazy stuff I have to do. Like I had to change one of the um, faucets in our bathroom because it was like, not working and you know I did that and then there was like okay well then there's like the financial side to it and then there's like you know in my house uh, with my girlfriend like there's like the interpersonal side and then there's like the planning side so I mean it's just like do you have the attitude that's just like well we're committed to the mission like whatever it is you just do it if you do then you can say okay well I'm really good at you know fixing stuff so I'm just gonna fix stuff but it should be the same type of person that's like well, if, you know, someone walks in the door, you still receive them. Or if there's something to be done on the finance side, you just, you know, you do it. You may not be the best at it, but it's like, you know, this is mine. I'm going to take care of it. Like, I, I'm not really good at, like, plumbing or anything like that. But it's like, I, why wouldn't I take care of it, you know? You know, so. Thank you. Did I answer your question, yeah. Alan? Yeah. Cool. Well, um, before we go, um, what are you guys looking forward to in 2016 with uh, your organizations? <laughs> yeah, kicking ass, pretty much. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we're raising a fund right now, so we're going to get money to invest in all the companies that we see. We're very excited about that. Uh, we continue to build up the team, so we're bringing on uh, hopefully three new people in the next, uh, you know, in the next 30 days, which is very exciting, potentially more. Uh, we're looking to expand more geographically. That's also on the roadmap. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we're looking forward to. So impactful things as well. You know, we just want to make sure that we're very intentional, uh, you know, about everything that we do, um, you know, and make sure that I want to make sure that everybody we work with is, you know, actually cares about, you know, the world in their own way, you know, because everyone's way is different. But are you just... Are you really like trying to create something, and or you know, or are you just kind of like going through the motions, or or at worst, you're just trying to make money off of you know tricking somebody, or or you know, do you really care? It's like, oh my god, like this is I, you know, I care about this, you know, and let's help those people. And I think for us, we have to be more intentional about the folks we're working with. So, I think what I'm most excited about is an artist in residency program, <laughs> but 
Or it's it's more of just that retreat because we're all here. Like our building's right here too. It's like a freeway off ramp, traffic, honking sirens. It's like every once in a while you need a reset, and I think we want to. Our goal is to create that escape for for people from the city to get out in the woods and get off the grid for a while and just reset, refresh, and focus on on that part of that's inside of them that we suffocate a lot. Um, all the all the programs that we're going to be offering, and I'm always excited about. Um, renovations to the space um, and in, and all the collaborative projects that we're going to have. Alan? Um, I would say that I, I'm most excited about in 2016 for our organization um, actualizing the, the programs that we've been envisioning, putting that in paper and, and making it public, and then empowering people to be um, heads of that and empowering people to create their own art and create their own um, organizations such as ours and, and bringing more art and creativity to, to our community. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. This is our first podcast reality time thanks for being with us the audience we're so stoked to have this going and um yeah feel free to recommend companies that you want us to interview and um yeah drive this this ship with us um, my name is bc and um i'm very glad to have hosted this wonderful gentleman in runway thanks matt have a good night Ha, 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 ha.